contribution of the tourism market to Africa's economic growth, and we also prop the future of cryptocurrencies in Africa. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Withadong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Withadong. Though there has been significant pushback and a varied approach to regulating cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology in many African countries, there seems to be light at the end of the tunnel for cryptocurrency now that the first African country has adopted Bitcoin as an official currency. The Central African Republic became the first country in Africa and the second in the world to officially adopt Bitcoin, with a presidential statement confirming that a bill governing the use of cryptocurrency was adopted unanimously by Parliament. But while this is happening, many African countries are also issuing stringent regulations that look to stifle cryptocurrency growth and development on the continent. A case in point is Uganda. Robert Njogu, CEO of Neon iLabs, joins us to elaborate on the future of cryptocurrencies in Africa. Over the past one month, we've, uh, Africa has actually seen some very interesting news regarding Bitcoin, whereby Central African Republic actually is now recognizing Bitcoin as one of their currencies or as legal tender. Um, and this is quite interesting uh, to see a country like uh, Central African Republic take, taking this stand. There must be reasons behind that. And I think the reasons are mainly because of the French-backed CIFA uh, franc, you know, that makes the French, uh, you know, France really control this uh, Franco-African countries using this currency. Uh, but one of the most interesting thing about this move by Central African Republic is that they only have 4% in the internet penetration. So how are they really going to, uh, to adopt it? But uh, I, think, I think this is a, a case of wait and see. Uh, it's quite interesting, coming, especially coming from Africa. But I think we'll see some, uh, some very harsh retaliation, uh, especially from France. Uh, already we saw that the, uh, what's his name? This bank, this, uh, the Central African Monetary Union. We've uh, already said that, we've already seen that the, the governor actually came out uh, late in April and said that uh, uh, this goes against uh, the rules that uh, the countries under the Central African Monetary Union um, have when it comes to, to monetary policies. But I think uh, for, for, for now, it's just a wait and see. Um, you know, Central African Republic is quite, is quite, uh, it's, it's quite a poor country, and I'm sure I would expect to see some very serious manipulations from the from the French government uh, and all and all partners that are part of the Central African Monetary Union to to see to it that this you know does not success, succeed unfortunately uh, because it's it's also very interesting to look at when you think about a country holding Bitcoin um, because see when you're holding Bitcoin it's supposed to, uh, the the private keys are really private like they're only yours so. In a country like uh, Central African Republic, who is holding the keys? Is it the president? Is it the central bank governor? Is it the minister of finance? Who's actually holding the keys that are holding these cryptocurrencies? Uh, and that is a very interesting thing that we need to look at, especially when you see that the countries are now uh, holding Bitcoin. I think, in my opinion, it's very uh, hard for a country to hold Bitcoins in themselves. But they can allow their population to use Bitcoin as a medium of, of exchange. 
Now, a quick review of the stories making it into the podcast. The latest economic impact report by the World Travel and Tourism Council reveals that African travel and tourism sector is expected to create almost 14 million new jobs over the next decade. This is an average of 1.4 million new jobs every year. The report also reveals that the sector will lead the economic recovery in the region with its annual GDP growth set to outpace the overall economy for the next 10 years. According to the report, travel and tourism's GDP is forecasted to grow at an average rate of 6.8% annually between 2022 and 2032. This is more than twice the 3.3% growth rate of the region's overall economy to reach nearly $279 billion, a 7.2% of the total economy. The sector's contribution to GDP is expected to grow 20.5% to $114 billion US dollars by the end of 2022, amounting to 5.1% of the total economic GDP. The Global Tourism Body's annual report also shows further optimism for the region's travel and tourism GDP, which could approach pre-pandemic levels by 2023, just 9% below 2019 levels. Before the pandemic, the sector's contribution to the region's GDP was 6.8%, bringing in about $182.4 billion in 2019, falling to just 3.8%, $96.5 billion in 2020, when the pandemic was at its height. This nearly halved the contribution of such a crucial sector to the economy with a 47.1% decline. The inflation rate in Botswana eased to 9.6% in April from 10% in March of 2022. This is the lowest inflation rate since December last year, as prices softened for food and non-alcoholic beverages, alcoholic beverages and clothing and footwear. Also, prices rose to a lesser extent for transport and housing and utilities. On a monthly basis, consumer prices advanced 3%, accelerating from a 0.3% uptick in the previous month. And a quick look of the other stories making it to the podcast. Cocoa Futures on the International Commodities Exchange rose above the 2,500 US dollar per ton, the most in nearly a week amid signs of stronger global demand. Gepex, the cocoa exporter group that includes six of the world's biggest cocoa grinders, processed 49,148 metric tons of cocoa in April, up 16.3% from the same period last year. In addition, the International Cocoa Organization projected that globally, 2021-2022 cocoa production would fall by 5.2% year-on-year to 4.955 metric tons from a record 5.2 metric tons in 2020-2021, leading to a deficit of 181,000 metric tons in world cocoa market from a surplus of 215,000 in 2020-2021. As we start the week, stock futures rose after a difficult week due to investors' fears about the consequences of the Fed's aggressive monetary policy on growth. Global equity funds saw a surge in outflows in the week ended May 11th. In the fifth straight week of net selling, investors liquidated global equity funds worth $10.5 billion compared to $1.65 billion worth of net selling in the previous week. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial and you can find me at the Kfinancial.com.